Luke chapter 2, verse number 51. Um, I want to, as you're turning, I want to thank God for all of our Kids Inc. workers. If you serve, hold it, if you serve in Kids Inc., please stand. You serve at Kids Inc., please stand. Let's thank God. Come on, parents. Let, you know your children. Come on. Thank God. Amen. You may be seated. Fifth Sundays, we do our best to give them a break on Fifth Sundays. And so, parents, we'll, we'll be back in section next week. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Luke chapter 2, verse number 51. When you're there, say, I'm there. If you're still looking, say, wait on me. I will with your slow self. Uh, Luke 2:51. Uh, the Bible says, Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in the favor with God and men. I tried to think of a fancy title, couldn't find one. Today's message is entitled Favor and Promotion. Favor and Promotion. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, we, 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 are, we have been in this amazing series that we've been getting so much um, excellent feedback from that people have been blessed. Have you been blessed by this series so far? This undercover series, it has cut us, but it's prepared us for where the Lord is taking us to as a people and as individuals. Um, one of the, the premises um, of this series is that we've been really looking at the laws of honor, favor, and authority. Honor, favor, and authority. Um, and I encourage you, if you haven't already, download our app and go back and watch the previous messages. Um, you can both get the audio or the video on our app. And you just go into your app store, um, either on, on if you have an iPhone or even if you have one of those drawers. Um, it works there too. You can download it, and and you can get you can get it, and it'll bless you um, tremendously. This series um, today, I felt it appropriate to close the series by telling you how the Lord is going to bless you because of your submission to Him. Yeah, that's how I felt like we should end it. I felt like we should end it by telling you what's about to happen in your life. So really, this is a prophetic word to us as a people. It's a prophetic word to you as an individual. And I would encourage you that I would listen intently. Somebody say intently. I would listen intently and I would take copious notes. That means good. I would take good notes in order to make sure that I can fight for my prophetic word. The things that I'm about to share with you in the next few moments, if you align yourself with the will and plan of God for your life, are going to manifest in a tremendous way. And I'll start off by telling you that God is not playing concerning his favor over our life as a people. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm telling you, we have stepped into a beautiful season of prophetic fulfillment as a body. And, and what that means for those that don't understand is that uh, promises that God has decreed over you and things he has spoken to you, those things are about to manifest and they're going to manifest swiftly. And uh, only people who have ears to hear, hear what I said. Some of y'all, I sounded like I was speaking, speaking Chinese to you. I said there's promises that are over our lives as the corporate man and as individuals that God is 
is not playing with, you know, he's not a liar. That's what I need you to know. That the man is not a liar. God tells the truth. Look at somebody next to you and say, he tells the truth. He tells the truth. God tells the truth about what he desires to happen. And when we align ourselves with it, we can see the manifestation of everything that he has spoken over our lives. So I am filled with anticipation and excitement because I, I understand what it's like to walk by faith, you know. And when you walk by faith, you don't have to have it in front of you. You understand that? You don't have to look at it at your natural eyes yet. You, you, you see it coming before you see it coming. You get that? You see it happening before you see it happening. You feel it before you actually manifest in front of you. And my heart is filled with great anticipation for what the Lord is doing, not about to do, because it is not a word about what's coming. It's a word about what's happening right now. I am grateful to God that I am in the midst of manifestation, that I'm right now in the, in the moment of the release of what he's designed to happen. And you've got to begin to look life in the face and say, I'm about to get everything out of you. Oh, he said that he came and he's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. And I believe, God, that everything I need is being provided for me. Y'all can act Catholic if you want to, but I believe without a shadow of a doubt that what is mine is coming into my hands. And not many days henceforth, I will begin to walk into them. You don't understand what I'm talking about. There is stuff I've been contending for for 10 years that all of a sudden, but not really all of a sudden, you see, I've been obeying God behind the scenes. And when you obey God behind the scenes, he'll begin to open and reward you publicly. He made it clear in his word, those things that are done in secret, hallelujah, he will reward you openly. Look at somebody next to you that look annoyed and tell them it's about to be an open show. That's just my faith. Maybe I'm by myself, but that's my faith of what I'm believing God for. That promises he has spoken will not delay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to kill the spirit of delay. Do you understand that? I said, I'm about to kill the spirit of delay. I will not be delayed, not another day on any level. And because I say so, because the Bible says what I decree a thing, it shall be established. It's going to shift because I said it must. It's going to change because I said it has to. I'm going to stand in my position as a king, that he is a king over. And I am going to believe exactly what he says about me. So, I want to talk to you about favor today. I want to talk to you about favor, and I don't, want to, I don't want you to see favor as someone doing you a favor. I want you to see favor as a lifestyle. I want you to see favor, favor as like a sign on your head. Bless them, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I want you to see favor like every place you go, everybody, whether they desire or not to, that the, that, that the attraction begins to happen. That everything that's needed for what you've been called to do is attracted to you. Are you understanding that? That everything that you need to be lined up for your purpose and your plan, that when you show up, it begins to align itself. I'm believing for phone calls out of seemingly nowhere to come to you. You understand that? I, I, I'm, believing, I'm believing today that you'll be 
begin to step into places and folks will say, I know you and they never met you a day in their life. But God begin to reveal himself to them in a dream to show them who you are. I'm believing God today that as you begin to walk through this life, you're going to walk with such an anticipation that it's going to be released in your life. I don't understand why y'all acting so Anglican in here, but I think it's important for you to under get this today that God wants to align you with how serious he is about the manifestation of what he put on the inside of you. I dare you to high five somebody real quick and tell her it's here right now. I'm going to build your faith for favor today. For favor. Favor will mess you up in such a way. Can I just talk about favor? That's all I'm going to do for a minute. Favor will mess you up in such a way that people will apply for the same thing you applied for. They get a no, and you get a yes. And see, y'all, because favor comes through the submitted. I'm getting ahead of myself. But when you submit to God and the governing authorities that he, I'm going to show you in the Bible that he's placed in your life, there is stuff that will open up for you and unsubmitted people might have been in line before you. Ah, you got to look at somebody and say, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It's my time right now. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It's my time. I have labored. I have sown. I have come into agreement. I have made myself a base. I have made myself law. And the Lord said, ended the season where he's a about to raise me up. It's my time for favor. Favor. Be seated, please. Favor. 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 Some of you have been trying to get in the front of the line. You don't need to get in the front of the line. Just stay in line. Because some people trying to cut. Y'all remember that? Come on, y'all know you go to Magic Mountain, glory to God, and you get in line, and everybody, my auntie up there, I'll slap you in your face talking about your auntie up there. Your auntie's not up there. Excuse me, my mama. Excuse me. And so, and so there's, a, there's a cutting demon in the body of Christ right now. Y'all ain't said nothing. Huh? People trying to force their way to the front of the line. But when you understand what his word says, you're not in a rush. Because the Bible makes it to the last shall be first. You better understand that God is bringing you into a moment that it doesn't matter what it looks like right now and where my position is in line. God's about to take me by the hand and make sure I get exactly what is mine. And I don't have to be in a rush. It'll still be waiting for me when it's my turn. Favor. 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 When you really, um, if you've ever been somebody's favorite before, some of you have, um, you've been somebody's favorite before, it's like, when you're someone's favorite, it's not much that they won't give you. I'm just trying to get it so you can understand it, you know? It's not much that they won't give you, so you can, you, they, you know, everybody else can, you know, be thinking they're going to get and they don't have that level of access, because they're just not favorite like that. You know, so when you, when you submit yourself to God and authorities he puts in your life, you put yourself in the position of the favorite or the favored. Are you understanding that? Of God. Well, let me, let me, let me, some of you need me to give you more scripture, so let me do that. Um, 
one of the words used for favor most in the New Testament is, is the word charis. And this is what it means. It means to be disposed to, inclined to, or leaning towards to share benefits. I love that. Leaning towards to share. Because what that helped me to understand is stuff I've been striving for. I don't have to strive. Because when you submit it, God will lean in your direction. <laughs> well, when you, when you really submit it to God, I don't have to. Because so, some of we've been moving, living by the sweat of our brow. And that's not how God wants you to live. Huh? You got to learn how to rest in God. I feel that in the room. And some of you have been trying to make stuff happen on yourself. But I feel the rest of God. Only about 5% of y'all understand this. I, I, the rest of God. Well, you just rest in his favor. You just rest in his goodness. You just rest in this mercy. And the Lord said, because you obeyed me and you submitted to me. Some of y'all can't praise yet because you know you yet not submitted. Uh, but there's some of us that understand what the Lord placed inside of us and the Lord is, I wish you just lean over on your neighbor a little bit. Watch yourself here in San Bernardino. But just lean just a little bit and tell him he's moving in your direction. So that's what my belief system is. Thank you. He, he's moving in my direction. <laughs> He's moving in my direction. It doesn't matter what hell tries to make it smell like, taste like, feel like. He's moving in my direction. That's my prophetic word. I heard him. He's moving in my direction. See, you can't get worried about how slow things may be seemingly moving. You can't get worried about how you feel like it's not going at the pace. All you got to remember tomorrow morning when you wake up, look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you, God is moving in your direction. Hey, you, God is leaning in your direction. Uh, look to verse number, let's go to 46. I'm just going to walk through this a little bit. Thank you. Um, it says, verse 46, Now so it was that after three days they found him in the temple. Now let's deal with this for a moment. Jesus um, was on a trip with his family. And his family, the scriptures tell us, his mom, earthly father, thought that he was with the rest of the relatives. After they had journeyed a while, they realized um, that he was not there, which gives us a lesson. Mary and Joseph didn't know how to watch their kids. All right, moving on. <laughs> Hello. Because how you don't know where your kid is? You, you understand what I'm saying? Some of y'all are feeling good company. You, you, why you don't know where your kids are? Come on, really, think about it. Y'all don't read the Bible right. That's your problem. Mary, Mary and Joseph had some areas of growth. They lost Jesus. How you lose the whole Savior? How you lose the whole Redeemer of the world? For three days. Y'all don't read the Bible right. I'm telling you, it's more entertaining when you read it the right way. For, for three days. <laughs> so when they caught up with them, they caught them in position. I want you to get this. 
When they found him, they found him in position. He was sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. Verse 47 says, And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? So you got to see it right. You know how we grab our kids when, when it was your fault that they were lost? Y'all don't want to work this today. You know, you're so angry and scared. Y'all acting like y'all didn't ever know where you didn't know where your kid was. I see y'all in there. Y'all in here. You didn't know where your kid was, and then when you get to them, you pull in a shirt like it was it. You the parent. So Mary grabbed up on Jesus, like, what's your problem? And uh, and, and 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 he said something very interesting to her. Um, she said, first of all, we, we sought you, we sought for you, and we were anxious about you. Why were you really anxious? You know, it's like, it's Jesus, first of all. So you're like, he could like kill everybody. You know, just when anybody tried to take him. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, okay, you were tripping for no reason. So verse 49, he said, why are you looking for me? That's my version of the Bible. He said, why, you know, this version says, why did you seek me? Uh, what are you looking for me for? That's, you know, a, a better way. Here's an important piece here. He says, did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Ooh, that's really good. Because what Jesus is doing, he's talking submission talk. He didn't say I was about my business. He didn't say I'm being who I'm called to be. He said, I, I'm about the father's business. So it's this level of submission to the Father in heaven that's revealed in these moments. Jesus was submitted to his Father. And his submission to God superseded all other relationships. Hello? It superseded everything else. It didn't matter who you were. I know, mother, you took a couple of breaths. Come on. And you pushed me out. Glory to God. And you did what you had to do. I appreciate the push. Glory to God. I appreciate the blood, sweat, and the tears. Literally. I appreciate it all. But at the end of the day, I must be about my father's business. Can I talk to somebody today who feels like people are trying to pressure you to be about their business? Pressure you to be about how they think your life ought to be. Pressure you to walk in the way they think you ought to walk. You've got to get a brand new determination. And you got to look everybody in the face around you and say, I must be about my father's business. Huh? I got to align myself with his will and his plan. I have made a decision that I'm going to be a submitted man, a submitted woman. And sometimes to be submitted to God looks like I can't listen to your buckeye self. I can't listen to you anymore because God. God has called me to be what he's called me to be. Because somebody say the father's business. The Bible goes on to say in verse 50 that they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. They're confused about that. They're like, I'm your mama. I'm your daddy. What are you talking about? 
As the verses go on, the Bible says, Then they went to them and came to Nazareth. And uh, he went with them and came to Nazareth. Look at this. And was subject to them. Subject to them. So we see, we see Jesus being submitted to God in heaven. And we see him being submitted to the authorities in his life. Are you seeing this? Are you looking at the same Bible? He was submitted to God in heaven. He was about his father's business, taking his business and submitting it to God. Whatever he desired, he did it. Then the Bible said he went with them and was subject to them. He also submitted himself to the authorities in his life. So if Jesus submitted to God and authorities, who are you? <laughs> and so he also submitted to them. Now, this is my favorite part of these verses, and then we'll move on to some other things. Verse 52 says this, and Jesus, look at this, after he has submitted, and after he submitted to God, and after he submitted to the governing authorities in his life, after, somebody say after. I can't hear you. Somebody say after. Uh, to make sure you got it right, say after submission. <laughs> say it again, after submission. So after he submitted, this is what happened. Jesus increased in wisdom. That word increase is messing with me. He increased in wisdom, stature, and this is the part I really like. In favor with God and man. Uh, I believe for you that as you have submitted to God in certain areas in your life, that there is coming an increase. One, one version of the Bible said there's a stretching. There's an enlargement. Uh, you're about to grow. You're about to grow. I, I mean, it is, it's amazing to me how people try to grow but all kinds of measures. You understand it? Some of you, you add hair to look grown. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Some of you, you add lashes to look grown. But I wonder if you can submit to look grown. Huh? Take some of that blush off and look grown. Hey! Because real folks that understand grown folks living understand submission. Are you understanding this today? That in order for me to have, Pastor Jose, what I need, got to do in my life, I got to get low. Don't act like you don't know how to drop it. You know how to get low. You got to start getting low in life. And obeying what God has to say. Is this good to you today? So write this down. Favor is a result of submission. Write that down. Favor is a result of submission. So if you're not submitted, forget favor. And don't think because a door opened that it's God. I've told you about that. Joshua 1 and 8. Come on. It, be, it begins to talk to us about good success. And if there's a good success, there's a bad success. So I've told you before, not every door that open means that God is with you. And some of you, you're so confused because you root on people when they got their bad success. I see you, girl. I see you, man. You winning. No, they losing. And when you praise hell, you're in a rough place. I'm going to praise God for what you're doing in rebellion. You're a whole witch. And I'm over here sending you shout outs. I see you. The glow up is real. Really? Is it? 
I ain't turning my plow. Are you understanding this? You've got to begin to measure fruit. And the proof that we a man hell shows me that you don't have discernment. And you can't tell the difference between what hell is doing and what heaven is doing. Talk to me in here. Don't be a silent class. Say amen. <laughs> You've got to get to a place where you understand what God is doing. Are you hearing me today? Got to learn how he talks. When was the last time you saw God reward disobedience? <laughs> you hear that roach crawling? Um, favor is a result of submission. Let's go over to 1 Samuel 17, 17. Are you learning? Good, I am too. Uh, 1 Samuel 17, 17, and I think this is good today because I'm telling you, it's here. For the, I am so excited for those who are submitted to God and submitted for, to those that are in authority in your life. I am so, so happy for you. I'm like, like, I could do like 20 jumping jacks, and I'm not going to, and, but I could, and run around the room right now. I'm just so excited for you. 1 Samuel 17, 17, the Bible says, Then Jesse said to his son David, Take now your brothers and ephah of this drying, dried grain and ten, these ten loaves and run to your brothers at the camp and carry these ten cheeses to the um, captain of the thousand and see how your brothers fare and bring back news of them. First Samuel 17, I encourage you to study it later. Um, but in, this, in these verses, we see um, David's father giving him direction. And we, we run into the journey of seeing David submit and follow directions. Somebody say, follow directions. Keep your focus. Say, follow directions. David, David has been in a place where he's been given directions, but he didn't just receive the directions. He followed the directions. Has anybody ever given you directions before and you were just shaking your head but you knew you weren't going to do it? Tell the truth. That's how sometimes we do God. We be in prayer, we be like. And then, then the next day, he challenges us on what we said. He, he challenges you on the last conversation. He was like, I don't quite remember. I'm sorry, I got kind of confused. But David said, I'm going to receive the, the, the directions and I'm going to obey the directions. His obedience to his father, his submission to his father's direction put him at the right place at the right time. I need you to get that. In obeying or submitting to the, 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 the powers that be over his life, it put him at the right place at the right time, even though David had no idea of what he was walking into. It shows there is safety in leadership. And that oftentimes, with the leaders that God has called for us to place in our lives in all areas of life, again, we're not talking about just church world, in all areas of life, sometimes are being used to set us up for the greatest breakthrough we've ever seen. 
And if you don't submit, he could have he could have easily been like, "Wow, I gotta take it." Why, why do I have to bring them anything? I mean, they can feed themselves. I don't got time for all of this. You want me to go out there and to do this? But David submitted himself. And when he got there, God began to set him up. He walked into a process where there was a need that he was anointed to fulfill. When you obey God and you submit to him, God will drop you in places that you didn't even know was already set up to bring the best out of you. He'll put you at tables you didn't even know you had an invitation to. He'll sit you in places that you never thought that you would ever sit because you submitted to him. And I'll tell you real quick, some of us are not seeing our open door. It's because we lack submission. We lack submission to him. We lack obedience to him. We do not follow directions. But then there's those of us who have followed directions and I want to prophesy to you that God is about to sit you at tables that you have only seen in your dreams and God is about to open doors for you. Somebody shout favor. favor. God did it for David. He was setting him up. Now listen to me. When he walked in, when you get into the right environments that God has opened up for you for, for obedience, it gives you an opportunity for what's in you to shine bright. God know how he made David. So he's like, David's the one to go. Because when you walk, when he walks in and he sees this uncircumcised Philistine, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna have something to say. He's going to have something to do. Why? Because the Lord knows how he trains you, even when you don't know what he trained you for. He said in verse 36, after he was having a conversation with Saul about whether he should go or not, he was having a conversation with a decision maker. Uh, having a conversation with the decision maker, and the decision maker had the ability to decide whether the door would open for him to shine bright or not. And in the moment of his greatest breakthrough, he steps up and he says to him, your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. He, he said, wait a minute. I've been trained for this moment. I didn't understand why lions and bears was coming for me. <laughs> I didn't understand why I was having to tear animals apart. But now as I stand here today, the training that I didn't think had anything to do with my purpose had everything to do with my purpose. Y'all don't want this word. The training that I thought had nothing to do with what God had called me to do had everything to do with what God called me to do. And now that I stand in front of this uncircumcised Philistine, I'm now having visions of me tearing up bears and tearing up lions. And there's something rising up in me now. The deposit that God locked inside of me is coming alive in this moment. I want to prophesy to some people that the culmination of your training in certain areas of your life is about to come to life. You're about to walk into opportunities and you're going to find out that everything that God took you through was preparing you for the moment that you are standing in right now. And the decision maker in front of you is about to give you access. The decision maker in front of you is about to open the door. Somebody say favor. He said in verse 37, moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Look at somebody say, I ain't scared. So Saul opened the door to him and he said, go and the Lord be with you. 
Now, the important thing about this in, in this favor, a showing of David, Pastor Greg, is that David was unqualified. If you, if you study it later, you'll find out his brothers were even like, what are you doing, bro? Like, why are you even out here, dude? Like, this is for people that, you know, had experience. That's what they told him. That's even what Saul, he was like, what is going on? These are for people that have experience. How many of you know that my experience might not look like everybody else's experience? But my experience came from the process of God. Experience came out of obedience to him. I went where he told me to go. I lived like he told me to live. I, I obeyed like he told me to obey. And because I did it, he is opening the door for me. So Lot, um, in favor, is God's will to promote you as well. Let's go to Genesis 39, 12, just walking through the word. Two, Genesis 39 and 2. Genesis 39 and 2. Then we're going to pray for you. Cast out some of your devils and uh, head to the house. You cool with that? Genesis 39.2. I love this. The Lord was with Joseph. Ooh, that kind of stuff messes with me. Because I think the enemy wants us to feel like we're by ourselves in our journey. Sometimes he wants to even try to convince us that our submission brought nothing to our lives. But if I didn't gain anything, maybe I didn't gain a house yet, maybe I didn't get a car, maybe I didn't get a multi-million dollar business, but if anything, I gained God with me. <laughs> Which is better than anything else. I mean, God walking with you and by your side changes the whole game. Are y'all in here today? Makes everything different than what it is. Because when I have God with me, man, I've got a locked-in spiritual GPS, if you will. I know when to turn left. I know when to turn right. I know when to go straight. I know when to back up. God is directing me in every area of my life. Okay. Um, so he says, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Submission is putting a sign on your head that you belong to God. That when you obey the process, and if you remember, David's process was grueling. Excuse me, Joseph's process was grueling. He went through a whole lot to get to where God wanted to take him. But because he obeyed God, somebody holler back, obey. Because he obeyed God when he got into his master's house or the authority over him, he found favor with him. And the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer, somebody say promotion, of his house and all that he had put in his authority. I want to just prophesy to you that there's a wave of promotion that's going to happen in your life. And it's not going to be one instance. But it's going to be every place that you go, you're going to rise to the top. Now, I know some of you got no faith to receive nothing I'm saying. But I'm going to tell you, every place you walk into is going to kind of be one of those things where nobody knows you, but yet you end up at the front of the room. Are you understanding what I'm saying? 
I know what I'm talking about because I'm living it right now. That, that God, God will bring you to a place and just hold on a minute. Wait your turn. But if you just hold on a minute, I'm telling you, you'll be at a place where nobody ever knew your name, never heard of you. You was a nobody when you got there. And Jesus will bring you into the place, in the position of being in the place of authority and give you open doors you could have only imagined. And I want you to know that it is the time that God is about to promote you and show you what it looks like to rise to the top in every occasion. favor she's talking Psalms 512 Psalms 512 for you O Lord will bless the righteous with favor look at this you will surround him with a shield so the favor that's about to come on your life based upon your submission to God is about to protect your entire life. Okay, so this is the kind of stuff that the fiery darts try to come at you and them suckers bounce. That this is the kind of stuff that the weapons that were formed against you, they don't prosper. Why? Because my life is surrounded by favor. My life is shielded by favor. Are y'all understanding this? I'm, I'm the kind of person that likes supernatural movies, and so it just I got a picture of like a force field, if you will. And, and I saw myself walking through life, and I saw devils and demons trying to shoot at me, and every time they tried to shoot at me, that stuff hit them back. Why? Because it bounced off of my shield of favor. That because I submitted to God, and I obeyed him, now every place I go, Tiana, stuff is about to hit in for me. Things are about to happen in my life and the devil is not going to win on any level in my life because my favor protected me. So favor don't just open up stuff. Favor keeps you. And it protects you. <laughs> the only certain type of people that can praise any way through this is to submit it. And I, 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 this is what I want you to do real quick. Not for noise sake, okay? You can do a silent praise on this, but what I want you to do is, is those who know you've been submitted to God, I want you to praise God in advance because see, what, you, what some of us haven't learned is how to respond to the prophetic word. The right response opens your heart to, for your ground of your heart to be fertile and ready to receive the ground. If your heart is closed up and you just listen to another message, you're going to miss it. But there's some people in the room who know how to open up their heart to receive what God is saying. And I'm telling you, not just as your pastor, not just as your apostle, but as a prophet of God in your life, I am telling you that the favor of God is a really about to hit your house to submit it. He's about to hit your house and it's about to shield you. And what I want us to do is, as a company of submitted people, is just I just need just a submitted folks to just take a few moments and we're going to release a praise in the room that, that, that shows God that we are in the Asubahai, that we're in in anticipation for what he's about to do and that we're going to be looking for it on the left and the right. We're going to be looking for it at every corner. We're going to be looking for it in every direction that God is about to do it. I wish you just lift your hands, open your mouth and give God a praise. Will you do it? Come on, that's it. Lift up your voice.
take him in his hands. Daily is his. 